one of the tools that I use from the work that I do, Access Consciousness, is a very, very simple question. And you can use it if you're having a really difficult day or if you're having an amazing day. And it's so simple. You just ask, how does it get better than this? Really simple. And when the universe hears you, oh, there's Yona. And we thought she was all depressed, but now she's asking for it to get better. Something will come along that makes your day better. And if you're already having a great day, it can still get better. So that's a question that I love to use all the time. Do you need encouragement to turn tragedies into your own triumphant life story? If so, this podcast is for you. Listen to powerful guests who have persevered through challenges so you can gain strength to build your championship life. The host of Professor of Perseverance Podcast, Dr. James Perdue. Hey, uh, hey, come on in today. Hey, it's that time again for us to, you know, share our journey on how we overcome our adversity so we can have a better life and help other people along the way. Today, our guest, she's going to share how she overcome her shyness, improved her self-esteem issues, and on top of all that, she was fighting chronic fatigue syndrome, and today she's more happier and energetic than ever before, and so she's here to help you, help me, help all of us, and welcome to the show, Fiona Cutts. Hi, it's great to be here. Thank you for inviting me. Thank you for being here. This is going to be good. Uh, we know a lot of people that have self-esteem self, uh, issues, their uh, shyness, and, you know, may not may or may not know somebody with chronic fatigue syndrome, but, you know, we know people that are struggling, and so uh, I'm glad you've been able to get over all this and uh, have a happier life and everything, and, and you're going to uh, help us and help other people and direct us uh, how we can do the same. Sure, yes, yes. All right, Fiona, take off. This is your platform. I'm just here to have a good time. Okay, well, it's really interesting you mentioning the things that you did, the shyness, the um, low self-esteem, and the chronic fatigue syndrome. And, of course, like you say, not everybody, fortunately, has this fun combination of all three. But I'm actually going to start with the last one. I'm going to start with fatigue because that was actually the catalyst to get me to change things. And in a way, when I look back over my life, I was chronically shy. I had awful self-esteem issues. And it was only until the fatigue literally stopped me in my tracks that I was willing to actually, well, not even I was willing to, I had to stop and look at everything. So being shy, having low esteem, I kind of lived with for years. And with the chronic fatigue syndrome, it literally felt that from one day to the next, I woke up and I'd been sort of healthy and I'm not going to lie and say happy, but I'd been healthy and energetic. And then the next day, I felt like my energy had just gone. And then the next day and then the next day and then the next day. And at a certain point after a two, three, four weeks, I went to the doctor and they just said, yes, it's chronic fatigue syndrome. And the next thing they said was, well, it's very lucky that you're into alternative remedies and things, um, which I wasn't particularly at that point, but uh -huh. 
<laughs> but they said it's very lucky that you're into that because there's not much that conventional medicine can offer you. And oh, okay. Thank you very much. <laughs> very. So with, your, with your chronic fatigue, so you would be like uh, one day all fired up, ready to go do everything, but then you may pay the penalty for two or three days. Absolutely, absolutely. That was that was how it was. And I would find that I would, for the first, so I was ill for six years. And for the first five years, when I was kind of desperately seeking for what could get me better, I would go through these phases and I'd have these phases of like, yes, I can conquer this. And then I would try the next thing to help me conquer it. And I'd find that I'd be out of it again. And you know, sometimes, like you say, for a few days, sometimes for a few weeks or even months, it's like I would really pay the price of trying to do more. And then I would get totally fed up with not being able to do anything. And I, it was a bit of a vicious cycle. And, yeah. and yeah, in I a way... See, I, can, I can see, you know, all fired, yes, this is a good day. We're going to conquer the world today. And then tomorrow it's, yeah, it's it's a good day. We're going to conquer the world today. You know, yeah, because like I said, having to pay the price of of doing what we consider we would all consider normal. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. It, it was. I mean, it's so long ago now, and I don't even. I'm so far from beyond recovery now. I don't even really think about it, except in situations like this. But that's it exactly. I felt like I couldn't ever have a normal life again. Mm -hmm. That was what was really scary. And I would say... And how, the, how long ago was this? It's actually about nearly 20 years ago, actually. Okay, good, good, good. good. Okay. I mean, 15 years since that I've been better. And um, really, if I'm honest, during those first years, I was looking outside of me. It's like I may not have looked to conventional medicine for the pill, for a tablet, but it was like I was really looking outside of me with all the holistic stuff I was doing, helping that a reflexologist could touch my feet and I'd be better, or a homeopath could give me a tablet and I'd be better. Mm -hmm. And it was really only when I was willing to look at how I'd created it, this illness, that it started to shift. Okay. So, uh, I've had other people talk about their chronic uh, fatigue, and I, I never thought of it until you just said it. Yeah. Once you once yeah. you said that you figured out why it started or how it started is when you started was able to heal. So what occurred for me that I, I was introduced to somebody who does energy healing work, and so she and it was very very bizarre because i wasn't into that kind of, i didn't know anything about it and i walked into her room and literally within 10 minutes she told me all this stuff about my life which i was like there was no way that she could know but somehow she did and i walked out an hour and a half later feeling sure that i would get better but also feeling sure that I wanted to become an energy healer and help uh -huh. other people. And I had no idea what it meant, no idea at all, but it all happened yeah. so quickly. And so you found a, found a part of your purpose? Yes. Uh, exactly. Yes, yes. Ex and very, very um, clever that you could say it like that, exactly. And because I had been an accountant and... All the time that I was ill, I was kind of doing little bits of accounting work, but couldn't really do it and hated it. 
And part of my problem in terms of getting better was I had no idea what I wanted to do with my life. As you say, I had no purpose. And it was seeing, oh, I want to be an energy healer without even knowing what it is. I want to help other people. This is something that can help other people. Boom, suddenly that in itself started to bring my energy back. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it felt at the time, I mean, there are brilliant techniques in energy healing, and it felt that it was the energy healing was getting me better. It's only like years later that I can actually see, no, it was my choice. In a way, it was my choice to live because being an accountant wasn't fun for me. And there wasn't anything in my life that made me happy to be alive. And becoming an energy healer and in time access consciousness facilitator, which is what I do now, I, I just love it. It gives me a massive reason for wanting to be alive. And that I see now is what created the turning point and allowed me to heal. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes we go through our situations for us to find out what we really want to do. You know, we're 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 doing our job, we're liking it or may not like it. Uh and we may even love it. But then we go through a cancer or a spinal cord injury or something, chronic fatigue, and then all of a sudden our mind and everything just focuses towards this. And now we have an opportunity to help other people and move on in life and have a better life as well. And not to say the old life was that bad, even though it can be. But we may change our purpose. We may change your purpose five times, 10 times, 20 times before we finally figure out exactly what we think we want to be doing. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, I'm glad I'm glad that uh, I'm, I'm sorry you went through all this, uh, but I'm glad that it gave you a better focus in life. And I think one big one big uh, benefit is when we're willing to want to help someone else. That's a major benefit in, in, in it, whatever we're doing at that at the point. Yes, because I think with when you have a, a chronic illness or indeed the shyness that I was struggling with as well, you be, you can become so self-absorbed and self-obsessed. And if your mind is just like, I'm so tired, I'm so shy, everything's hard, then that's exactly what comes into our lives. Whereas as soon as we start to think about other people and sharing what we do with other people and making other people's lives better, everything shifts and we no longer have that kind of tunnel vision obsession, which I will freely admit I had when I had chronic fatigue syndrome. I was absolutely obsessed with how to get better. Well, and there's nothing wrong with that because we all want to get better in whatever we're going through. So it's not nothing wrong to being selfish, okay, through that. But uh, once, yeah, once again, we, we're figuring things are getting better. Now I can use this to help someone else. Just plenty of benefits and all the way around uh, from yeah. all of that. So now let's get into, um, uh, so you're going through the uh, chronic fatigue. And I mean, to me, this is, this is amazing in itself, a big miracle in itself, that um, now you want to take this healing process to help someone else. But I'm so shy. What am I to do? <laughs> How, how, can, exactly. how can someone that I'm afraid to look at the mirror because I don't want to talk to myself in a mirror and then be able to help someone else? So here's another huge uh, hurdle you've got to get over. Yes. So um, 
part of the China was already unraveling as I started to become more well, because one of the things I became aware of was how much energy it takes to well, to to not express ourselves. It's like the shyness was a chronic unwillingness to actually express who I am in the world. And that takes a lot of energy. It's much easier to be able to express ourselves and laugh and sing and dance without a care in the world. That's much easier than kind of bottling everything up. And so the shyness was starting to unravel a little bit. And but you're absolutely right. I was like, hey, I want to share what I've learned and I'm still shy. And that was um, really the catalyst for me to look at it. It's like my life wasn't really bad anymore, but I wanted to be able to expand my reach with the work that I was doing. And I wasn't even able to speak to one person <laughs> really about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, people, uh, many people listen to this podcast or all the other things I'm doing. I wasn't able to do that. So that was the catalyst for me, realizing that I had something to share with the world. And even being willing to realize that I had something to share was a big step forward for me. Because I think one of the big things for, well, we talked about low self-esteem it's like, um, not that you have to be shy to have low self-esteem, but shy people tend to have that. And mm -hmm. so even though I've recovered from this illness, I still, I was kind of carrying that idea that I didn't have anything worthwhile sharing. So even getting yeah. myself who's, to the point. Who's going to listen to me? You know, gonna, why, why would they want to listen to me? Yeah, yeah. The, the low self-esteem is still kicking in, uh, yes. you know, for this. Now. You mentioned a minute ago about all the how much energy it takes to be negative compared to being positive out there. You know, that goes to the old uh, saying you used to say, uh, I forgot, I forgot the exact number, but how many muscles it took to make a frown than it did to smile. And yeah, so it goes back to me when you were talking that it made me think of that. Yes, that's interesting, isn't it? I've heard that before. Um, as soon as you said that, it made me laugh. <laughs> yeah. All right. Not that I think I was frowning before, but it's interesting, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, I didn't think I, I didn't think about that until you just said it as well. That yeah, yeah. I wouldn't I wouldn't thought thought about your negative being so more powerful than the and than the positive being powerful. You know, you know what I'm saying. If they balance the teeter tot uh, thing, that uh, yeah, the the it takes so much more to be in a bad energy mood than it is to be in a positive mood and stuff like that. Yeah. So I, I, I didn't think of that until uh, you said yeah. that, and I, but I can believe that. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, um, what I discover is our natural state is lightness and ease and joy. And so, yeah, it does take a, a lot of energy to go against our natural state even so, when you look at the planet at the moment, it may not appear like that. But that's what I believe anyway, finally now. There you go. Um, All right, so now you're ready to um, uncork the genie and let the shyness get out of here. And uh, so let's go from there now. Yes, yeah. So, and I was thinking, what can I share that will help people? If there are people who are shy, what would I say? 
So first thing to actually say is that it tends to be that we have the point of view that shyness is just some kind of affliction or something that's inherited, something that we can't change. And I have to say, both my parents in different ways were shy. In fact, when I look at my grandparents, you know, we have this kind of family story. Well, you know, we're hardworking. Some of us are quite clever. Some of us aren't. But we're all, you know, going to live kind of lives below the radar. That was what mm -hmm. I grew up with and what I actually believed. So that's the first thing I'd like to say. If you are shy, this can be changed. And and I see some other people out there who coach around this, who give kind of coping mechanisms. Who are kind of, and it's almost like the underlying point of view there is, look, yeah, you're shy, but we'll find ways for you to hide it or we'll find ways for you to cope with it. And what I'd like to say is, no, it's possible if you would like to release the shyness, it's actually possible to go beyond it entirely. And again, I won't lie to you, there are some, some things that still bring up that kind of, oh, in my world, but I'm aware that I can change that, that I don't have to go into the shyness and the smallness. And so that's the first thing I'd like to say, actually, you can change it. Yeah, and that still think would be beneficial uh, if every now and again you stay under the radar, that way... Um... It's not as stressful in life and you don't have to worry about other people comparing you or whatever. And there's nothing wrong with going back into that. Uh, just going back forever may be the problem. But to go back in for a little day and a half vacation from the world, it, I don't see anything wrong with that. I love that you say that, and it makes me laugh the way you say it. Absolutely. There's nothing wrong with being below the radar, and there's nothing wrong. It's like one of the other discussions that we have is around extrovert and introvert, and it isn't like I was an ex introvert and have become an extrovert. It's not that at all. It's like now I have a, an ease, say, on a platform like this or on a stage uh, or, or in my life talking to people, I can have ease with it. But I wouldn't say at all that I was introvert and now I'm extrovert. It's like for me, having that time alone is incredibly important. That time where I can just be without any pressure, without having to show up on things. And I, and I think that that's really important for a lot of us to have that space for ourselves. So just because we learn to be okay in the spotlight, if you like, doesn't mean that we have to live our lives in that way. Yeah, a friend of mine, uh, she said her granddad used to say, it's okay to visit Pityville, feel sorry for yourself. He said, it's okay to go back because there's a lot to learn when you go back and look because now you can see how far you've come in life. You can see yeah. what you've overcome. You can see how strong you've been through certain things. So, but he, she said to her dad would say, it's okay to visit Pityville, but it's unacceptable to move in. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. So um, same thing, same thing here. It's a, it's perfectly acceptable to go back and uh, be your shyness for a while. Uh, again, takes pressure off. Let uh, everything uh, go, get calm around you. That may have been getting out of control. And then once you feel at ease, bam, pop back into the rat race and, and do what you can. 
Well, it's really interesting that you talk about this because when I first started to really come out of shyness, if ever anything triggered me into shyness, I would feel so bad and wrong and actually, above all, stupid, you know, because I was like, hey, I'm doing her and I've cured shyness. Oh, no, uh -huh. I haven't. And I love that you say that because one of the things that will hold us back isn't so much the going into shyness, it's the judgment of me for going into shyness. And I had a brilliant mentor at the time who helped me to see that I was judging shyness and helped me to really let go of that. And I've had times now that I'm teaching around shyness and having your voice in the world, I've had times where I've been publicly like really shy and slightly stupid on camera. And I've been like, you know what? I, I can't make myself wrong about this. Yes, I'm supposed to be this sort of great teacher, guru type who now is never shy and always knows what to say. And then there are those times where I'm like, ah, don't know yeah. what to say. And well, what if it's all okay? Yeah, we're not perfect. So all we do is perfect. just uh, exactly all we do is say, "Hey, hold on, let me uh, let the rubber band coils uh, catch up and everything," and then now let's go ahead and, and correct what was made a mistake at that point and move on. So yeah, we're not we're not perfect. We're going to go back and do all that. So there's uh, nothing wrong with all that. So but if you want boy, I, I I don't know how you thought you were shy, boy. You're full of energy with with us today. Yeah, I've changed just a little bit. I mean, I love to say that these tools that I now teach have given me my life back because I am right. way more alive and vital and energized than I was 20 years ago or even uh, before that. So thank married, you. You married or significant other have one and then all of a sudden they're going, oh, Fiona, please go back and be shy. <laughs> <laughs> you're 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 wearing me out here. Go back and uh, <laughs> calm down a little bit. So, no, so I'm no, I'm glad. Uh, I used to be a school teacher, and one year at the beginning of the year, we're meeting parents, and one parent mentioned about their daughter being very shy, and I said, "I'll work that out of her in my classroom." I said because uh, I, you know, I have people get up and talk and do things, and. Uh, Sure enough, she opened up that can of worm and she was a different person at the end of the year. And mom and dad come and thank that, uh, thank me for getting her out of the, uh, the shyness. And so, yeah, I said, there's too much of a world out there to hide into your, your little shell and miss out on too much. And yeah, so I, I'm glad you have found your way as well and uh, helping tons of people out there. Now, if there's a one or two advice that maybe you can give people to help them get over some of their shyness? What, what would you give them? What would you tell them? Yeah, I would ask people to reflect on where they have helped people, where they have been a contribution to people. And if you're listening to this and you go to that space of, I don't think I have, which I totally understand. There are times when I would be like, oh, I'm not sure if I have. And just be really, really honest with yourself. Is there even one person on the planet who you have inspired, who you've been a contribution to, who you've given a hug to? And my guess is that <laughs> you'll have at least one and probably a load more. And just being aware of that, it's like, oh, me being here on this planet has contributed to other people 
I'm valuable here. I have something that's worthwhile. And it can just, just that awareness can change your perspective on you. And in terms of shyness, it can, it can get you to the point where you, because part of what causes shyness is that feeling that we don't have anything worthwhile to say. And as soon as we can see, oh, I'm not a waste of space. Actually, I contributed to this person and this person. And most likely you'll get more downloads of who else you've contributed to. Like, oh, oh, maybe I do have something that's worth sharing. Maybe who I actually am being is something that's actually valuable on the planet. And just having that awareness, and as you as you have that awareness, you'll find start to find more evidence of how it's true and that can start to ch really change things for you and if they're struggling to think of one and i i can see if you're shy and, and don't want to i can see where they go i still don't see it send a little survey out to your friends and ask them has there ever been a way that i've helped you and you know and then it had to be a survey write it out everything talk to them personally you know, something, and you'll find out that you're more valuable than you think, okay, and from there, yeah, so that's, that's a great piece of advice, we're all unique, we've all been through our own unique little situations, we've been through our own up, upbringing different than others, and so there's ways out there that uh, we can definitely, you know, be inspiring to other people. Yes, yes, So absolutely, and you know, and I would say if you're the sort of person who listens to a podcast like this, you are most likely looking for a greater life and you will have something that other people are inspired by. Definitely, I can, <laughs> I'm sure of that. Now, don't, don't only just listen to the Professor of Perseverance podcast. Please listen to Fiona Cut. She has her own podcast as well. And what's the name of it, uh, Fiona? Yeah, my podcast is called Shining Beyond Shy. Shining Beyond Shy. So there yeah. you go. If you're a little shy, you want some, go listen to her show. And she's going, I'm assuming, interviewing other people that's got through their shyness and giving some uh, expertise help and stuff. And so there's uh, plenty of, uh, but I, I love this uh, nowadays. I wish uh, this all this electronic technology was, was around 40, 50 years ago. Because I would love to get my this type of information from my grandparents, yes. you know, to hear the way they grew up without all this technology. And uh, I wish to, I wish I'd at least, if nothing else, the old uh, cassette tape would have talked <laughs> to them and recorded back then. And I didn't do it, but I wish I would have. So, uh, but uh, yeah, I wish this stuff uh, nowadays was was so readily years ago. Well, uh, you know, make things a lot easier and better for all of us so hey um hey uh crazy cat woman hey thank you for coming in i think this is her first time here it is i think it is your first time here uh what because i would remember crazy <laughs> cat woman so thank you for coming in and we have fiona cuts talking about her overcoming her uh for chronic fatigue syndrome and shyness as well so we appreciate you coming in so now um Fiona, now like with your your podcast and now, I'm assuming you were well on your way of helping people when you decided to do your podcast. 
Yes. Because that would be a little overwhelming and afraid and and way beyond what a shyness would do. Uh, uh, stop, you know, uh, hosting a podcast. So I'm assuming you were well on your way to do this. And how long have you been doing your podcast? Nearly a year now, actually. Yeah, it feels like it's still quite new, but actually it's nearly a year. Okay. okay. And Crazy Catwoman said used to be uh, Miss Terry Lee Mercer. All right. Uh, we'll appreciate that. And... Oh, and so she's had the chronic fatigue syndrome and shyness here as well. So you've come on a great day there, crazy cat woman, to, to meet Fiona here. And uh, she's going to give us in just a few minutes some of her uh, um, social media website that maybe you can go learn from her uh, some information and maybe uh, contact with her. So, yeah, sure. all right. So, uh, so uh, all right. So, yeah, this is the. This is again. I wish this technology was years ago in the makings for this. Uh, this all this uh, again. I would just love to. Uh, I think. Uh, let, let me go back to this. Have you written a book over your going over uh, all, all this shyness and overcoming your chronic fatigue syndrome? Have you wrote a book or you got one in the makings? If not, I would advise you to get one in the making. Yes, I, I haven't written a book, and I definitely have have it in my head, and some of it already actually is going to say on computer, on on paper. I've got it on computer, so it's coming. It's it'll be it'll, it'll come in time when it's time. So mm. don't feel like you have to push it to uh, get overwhelmed or anything. My first book I put out was how I got in a wheelchair and overcome it, and it took me twelve years to finally write it. <laughs> I would write a one page. And then may not touch it for six months or yeah. write a page and a half and not touch it for another two months. And I tell people, I said, it was just a miracle in itself that, you know, how we get upgrade our new computers. And I said, it's just a miracle in itself. I didn't lose my manuscript because I know if I would have lost it, I would have never gone back and do, uh, do it all over again. So, yep. So hang, be sure to hang that on. And when I learned with my doctoral degree, you, this may be something you may want to look into, Fiona, that um, whatever, because these computers crash. So you may want to save your manuscript on a uh, an external hard drive, uh, one of them sticks, you know, or even email it to yourself and mm -hmm. keep it in an email because they do crash. So you, you may want to get a backup copy while you're working. Very good advice. Yes. All right. Well, Fiona, appreciate you uh, coming in, and boy, you're full of energy and ball of energy for me, and I'm glad that uh, you're out there helping other people. Go ahead and give us uh, your website and other social media uh, in case yes. Crazy Cat Woman wants to come find you and anybody else in the future. Yeah, sure. So I have a website called shiningbeyondshy.com, and on that website homepage, you can download a free resource five steps to overcome shyness wherever you are. So, and I also have my own personal website, fionacuts.com, which has uh, more widely the type of things I do. So I specialize in shyness, but I also help people overcome other problems in their lives. There we go. Awesome. And Crazy Cat Woman, she's giving you some advice here, Fiona. She says, Fiona, what happens will happen in due time. Never push it. So, yep, yeah, it's it's going to work out when it's supposed to work out. 
So yeah, uh, I'm one of them. Also, I like to push the envelope a little bit, try to see if we can push it a little quicker when we need to on uh, some things. But yeah, a lot of it comes down to being patient as well as working to make things better. So yes. All right, Fiona. Crazy cat uh, lady, woman, thank you for coming in. Fiona, thank you for sharing your valuable time and everything. Now, we know that there's people hurting and struggling today, Fiona. If you can leave us with a positive message to help them get through today, that would be a blessing. Yes. What would I like to share? So um, one of the tools that I use from the work that I do, Access Consciousness, is a very, very simple question. And you can use it if you're having a really difficult day or if you're having an amazing day. And it's so simple. You just ask, how does it get better than this? Really simple. And when the universe hears you, oh, there's Fiona. And we thought she was all depressed, but now she's asking for it to get better. Something will come along that makes your day better. And if you're already having a great day, it can still get better. So that's the question that I love to use all the time. Amen. Good deal. Yeah, that uh, that universe out there is listening. So uh, <laughs> we were just talking with someone just the other day and mentioned, you know, so if someone says, I don't think about a red car, what are you doing now? And you're thinking about the red car, you know, yeah. because it's a, so even when you say don't be negative, well, you're being negative by saying don't be negative. So the universe is going to bring it to you. So, uh, yeah, try to stay focused, positive, be straight and narrow. And uh, eventually the universe is going to wake up and bring it to you. So, <laughs> yeah, wake all right. up. That's right. <laughs> all right, Fiona, thank you for coming in. Hey, uh, Crazy Cat Lady, thank you for coming in. Everyone else, hey, share this out to someone you know that can use some advice on overcoming shyness, the career. Uh, chronic fatigue syndrome, and just uh, boy, you're going to enjoy listening to Fiona. They're going to enjoy Fiona. She's full of ball, ball of energy here, ball of fire. So I'm <laughs> glad that uh, she came on. Everyone else, hey, I'm Dr. James Purdue, the professor of perseverance. Do something today, tomorrow, something next week that's going to help you persevere past your paralysis. Thanks for listening to the Professor of Perseverance podcast. For motivation, inspiration, and encouragement. For more information, go to Facebook at Professor of Perseverance. Visit the website at ProfessorofPerseverance.com and view the YouTube channel, Dr. James Perdue, Professor of Perseverance.